Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Is The Mic Still On? We couldn't meet up to shoot last weekend, but since we made so much content last time when Kyle was here, we've still got enough to bring you another great episode. This first part started off with Mike talking about why he doesn't go to Linux Mall anymore and went in so many different great directions. So enjoy the show. Linux has changed a lot. But and I always, always tell like, like huh? What's, I thought it was always like nah, that. Nah, it, 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 it was, it was always it was always open, but now it seems like it's a more which is weird, but it's a more gay friendly mall. Mm. So when you go mm-hmm. there, I think the majority of the population at Lennox Mall yeah. happen to be gay men. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the reason I don't really go there a lot, one, it seems like all the stores are extra expensive for some reason. It seems like the shit that's at Macy's at that mall mm-hmm. will be like three yeah. times the price yeah. as the Macy's by North DeKalb Mall. Mm, right. But the other reason is, like I said, I don't like talking to people in general, no matter who you are. What I really don't like is people coming up and like getting in my personal space mm-hmm. and or touching me. Oh, shit. And that has happened at Lenox Mall. Like wow. on more what? than one, two, three, four, five occasions. So I don't like going there. Mm-hmm. And my girl's always like, well, if you start wearing them tight ass pants, <laughs> that won't happen. And she might be right. <laughs> but I feel like so I go to Lennox with one of your baggy pants. From- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah sure. That'd be great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> with some of my own cross. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they won't even look they at you. They won't even look at you. You would actually fuck <laughs> fit in. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, like, what the fuck's wrong with him? <clears throat> but yeah, I don't really, I don't fuck with Lennox Mall like that. Understood. Like yeah, dudes just, just, just dudes are just just like what do they like? What the hell was? Hey, dread. What's up, dread? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Man, it's it's obnoxious. Like I always say that, like living in Atlanta <laughs> in the two thousands, it makes me understand what women go through. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. all my female friends always clown because they're like, yeah, now you see what we deal with all the time. Right. I'm like, no, I get it. I fucking get it. Because dudes, no matter their orientation, are fucking assholes. Yeah. Mm. Whether they're gay, straight, bi, tra- whatever. Dudes are assholes. And I cannot tell you how many times I've had to be like, bro, like, leave me alone. Like, I'm not gay. Yes, you are. <laughs> Come on, just stop. Like, bitch, like, if you don't get the fuck away <laughs> if you don't get the fuck out of my face, like, leave me alone. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the least homophobic dude right, on the right, street right and i'm always like dude like you're lucky it's me like there are right. dudes out here that look like me that, will that would not be yeah. cool with what yeah. you're doing right. like yeah. i i'm if you're just like hey you know hey you look good man like you know and i'm just like hey man i'm not gay i'm straight but i appreciate That's the compliment interesting to hear a guy tell a story about being hit on by bruh 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 because most of us don't have that story has it ever happened yeah. no never happened Never ever? Happened. Never. Never, never happened never. to me. You never hear about I know you have because you look like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know I know gay men probably love you. No, oh, actually, man. no, I have I had a roommate in college. They used to hit on him. He used to tell me the stories. He'd be mm. driving 
and I never got and he had like uh, like this hooped like this beat up car, right? We ain't we in college, nobody yeah, really yeah, had yeah. rides, right? And he would just be driving. Like he's a Scorpio, so he was always kind of like hypersexual anyway. Okay. Um. So, because he would have women and stuff all over, and be telling me all kind of crazy shit. But yeah, they used to hit on him all the time. Light skin, had a nose ring, bald head, mm-hmm. and shit like that. And he would, and he would tell me the stories of people hitting on him. He would just pull up at a light. <laughs> he said people they would just be looking at him <laughs> on the other side of the car. I get it. I feel it. Wow. <laughs> and it's that rolling window down. Like, where you going? <laughs> and all these kind of different like, stories. I'm going home. Yeah. Can so, I come? And, yeah. So we used to always. <laughs> True story. So, so yeah. So he would tell me the stories of him being hit on. I, I was like, man, I've never really, I've never been you know, hit I just, on like that. I just I, thought about one. And I don't even know if it counts, but this guy, this guy I used to work with. I was riding downtown one day, and this guy <clears throat> rode, just like you said, rode past me, and he rolled his window down, and he said, do you know what time it is? And oh, he did the, like this. I did not know, and that's the, the guy at work told me the next day, like, yeah, they were, they were trying to hit on you. That's I was sign. like, he was like, do I know what, he was like, do you know what time it is? And he started pointing like this. Mm-hmm. He was like, do you know what time it is? I was like, yeah, it's 555. <laughs> See, you're, you're supposed to say, like, 3.15. But I had a clock. I'm like, that means it's time to get that. <laughs> it's time to get that. So, yeah, I guess that's the only time it ever happened to me. And I, I was oblivious to it. I've heard so. stories of <clears throat> gay people, like, saying stuff about me from afar. Never to my face, but from afar. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Right, right. I don't. You don't? A certain person? To my Bobby? Yeah, we used to work with him. Oh, Bobby used to get on, bruh. Bro. Yeah. It, bless, really, the, bless the dead. I love, you know. Yeah, he, but, he, he yeah. was cool as shit. But... But what? yeah, but I've heard stuff. What I've heard happened? stuff like that. Like just <laughs> Bobby was that dude. Yeah. Like he y'all, y'all, you y'all slip, the guy we used to work with. If you slip up, oh, Bobby yeah. got you. Bobby got you. <laughs> wow. And I don't I don't have a quote unquote gaydar. Mm-hmm. I don't even believe in that shit. Well, right. actually I do cuz people have it, I guess. I can't tell if somebody's gay unless right. they say hi, I'm gay or right. they have right. a boyfriend. Right. Whatever. Right. I can't right. tell. Because right. I don't care anyway. Yeah, I don't care either. But when I first started, this is back when it was Bell South. When I first started, I remember one of the first things is I came in and Bobby called me into his office and was talking to me about all this shit and was just, oh, you know, I just want to be here to help and da 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 <laughs> And I was just like, okay. And I came out okay. and I'm telling my boy Jay, I'm like, man, Jay, man, Bob, this dude, Bobby, cool as shit. And he was like, what do you do? Oh. Yeah, did he touch you? He's trying to mint. I know. Right? <laughs> Where did he touch you? In a bad place? Right. <laughs> you know you can tell HR yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, he, he talking about he only want to mentor me. And he was like, man, Bobby hitting on you. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, Bobby's wow, hitting on you. I was like, wow, wow. I was like, Bobby's gay? <laughs> he, was like, he was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, of course. He, I was like, oh, I, I didn't know. But from like that point see, on, no gator. man, Bobby, Bobby would say the most fucked up shit about dudes and because he knew I didn't care, but he would just be vulgar. And you know what else is bad about that? <clears throat> I won't. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. motherfucker. He oh. would he would go out of his way to try to gross me out because we had this conversation before. Where I was just like, look, oh, you man. talking to me about. Your conquest doesn't bother me. Right. Just like a guy talking about his conquest with the women. Mm-hmm. I don't care to hear it, but I'm not going to get grossed out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, really? So he starts trying to gross me out. So he would talk about <laughs> all kinds of wild shit. And I was like, look, all right, you won. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you won. I'm waving white flag. Yeah, no, white I'm waving white flag. Oh, I'm, I'm like, like bro, you got me. I don't want to hear no more about this. 
But man, yeah, y'all could walk a walk a mile or two in my shoes. Yeah, it I, gets crazy. Yeah, I think yeah, God, much Jesus like you. Christ. Yeah, he would say he would just say because he knew I was straight, but he would say whatever anyway. Yeah. So he, that and that's just how he was, and we just it was just like this, just this, just who he is. This is Bobby, mm-hmm. but he would just say all kind of inappropriate yes. stuff all the time to to me, and he. I mean, he it, he knew that I was straight, but he would say that. So I've heard stories like he would go around the office talking to other people, other women in the office. Talking about because I used to when I used to work out, I used to wear these tight shirts. <laughs> you get your bishop Aloy? Yeah. 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 Bishop Aloy? I, I used to wear these. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> So yeah, I used to wear these tight these oh, these shit. fitting shirts yeah. around the office. Fitting. So. <laughs> not not where they. Yeah, I tried right. to change it up. They that shit up, bring it down, anybody? Right, right, right. <laughs> these tight fitting shirts. Now, now where are they fitting shirts or were they mediums? No, those shit was. was no. <laughs> yeah, they, they were. He would yeah. wear my shirts. Oh shit! <laughs> and think it was okay. Like, bro, I can see your heartbeat. <laughs> what are you doing? Damn, yeah. Hey, hey, man, I, I had a nice physique, but he would. <laughs> Bobby said, pretty much. Because, because he would he would say to t- mm-hmm. say to them he was like I wonder what what he would ask, he actually oh, knew man. which set of shirts I had so he was like I wonder what which one he's gonna wear today wow. the maroon one or the mm-hmm. white one or the, yeah that, that's that the stuff body. that he would do and I, so I heard about those stories you know afterwards but but it didn't matter like mm. Bobby had no shame none. And he would say stuff to you in your face. That's what was cool about him. He yeah. was like, fuck it, I'm gay. Yep. If you have a problem with it, that's your problem. Right. I'm going right. to talk about dick right now. <laughs> and he would, he would put it like this. He would say, well, you know what? I walk to this office and I hear y'all talking about titties. Right. You don't hear me True. complain. So why the fuck do you have a right to get upset about True. me? And I was like, you're fucking right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about titties in the office either. Right. I ain't talking about dick in the office. I ain't talking mm-hmm. about shit in the office. But I get his point. It sense. was just when it got to be a little bit too vulgar. Like, if y'all were like, man, I was fucking this girl and her pussy <laughs> so hard, a pussy would bleed. I'd be like, bro, I don't want to. This is gross. I don't want to hear this. A, a dog, a pussy will bleed. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to hear this oh, shit. Sure. Same thing. If you're talking about another, I don't want to hear this. It doesn't matter what type of sex y'all are having. I don't want to hear it. Right. But I, there were, there were, the, I think the best part about, like, I used to work at Pearl Arts and Craft, and I worked with this dude. He was in the uh, he worked in the pencil department. Uh, I won't say his name, but he was a very flamboyant dude. Okay. And I used to love talking to this guy because he would put me up on so many mm-hmm. like underground signs mm-hmm. that that the gay community has that mm-hmm. we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And I would tell him, I'm like, man, I was leaving so and so the other day, and this dude would like not leave me alone. And he was like, all right, I'm gonna tell you why he's doing that. He's like. Do you ever think about your wallet chain? Because I had a wallet chain. Okay, back okay. Then. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, your wallet chain. He's like, you wear it on the right side of your body. I was like, okay. And he's like, well, <laughs> most men put their wallet in their left hand pocket. Okay. And they usually wear their watch on their left arm. Right. You're right handed, aren't you? I was like, yes. And he was like, you're giving off signs. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, he says, the wallet chain is the main one. He was what? like, due to where their wallet chain on that side of their body, that means a certain thing. And it took me like damn near 10 minutes to get out of him what it actually meant. I was like, just fucking tell me. He was like, that means you like to get fucked hard. 
Wow. And I was like, so not just fucked. But <laughs> <laughs> not just mildly fucked. Real not hard. just like romantically fucked with your okay. face being stroked. No, he's like, no, no, you like to get fucking dominated face and destroyed. Wall. Face in the fucking wall. Just, you gonna take this motherfucker. And I was like, wow. And he was like, so if you're going to areas that frequent those type of people, meaning fetish type of cats, you might want to consider tucking your wallet chain in. And I was like, man. This is crazy. Right. But he, I'm telling you, he had, it he was like a fucking whole, right. dictionary. Like a dictionary. Yeah. And it was, it was interesting <laughs> I mean, as shit to how me. How long before did you change it? <laughs> I, oh, y'all are stupid. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Y'all are stupid as fuck. Y'all are, y'all are so fucking stupid, oh, man. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. No, I never, t- I never changed I it. I was like, whatever. What is good if you didn't change it? I didn't change it. I was like, whatever. I mean, I don't care. But I just found it, because it was almost like, you know, in the black community, we have certain things that mean, or I'll say the urban community, really. Mm-hmm have certain words that mean other things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never knew that the gay community had the same thing. And it was detailed as like fuck. Like all, all these certain codes. Yes. It does make sense yeah. because yeah. There, he was like, look, there's certain things that I can't say around other people without them not only getting offended, but get violently offended. Right. And I was like, I get it. I do. Mm-hmm. But my, my problem always came into the aggression. Like, come on. Like, if I tell you, right. like, leave me alone, like, just leave me alone. Yeah, respect it. Respect me. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Mike getting this high five on playing hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they thought. That's exactly what they thought. All right. Um, now, here come all the homophobia comments. Like, y'all yeah. homophobes. No, it's okay. not homophobia. I mean, cool. you know, it's I, I, I could we'll care less what people do behind closed doors. It's funny because I, I was just having this conversation with my, um, my 14-year-old. And I was he was explaining to me about girls at his school being gay, which kind of made me it i don't want to say it shocked me but it's like it's one of those things where you have those aha moments as a parent Mm -hmm. because like you don't think about kids because i just remember our era you couldn't be openly gay right in high school he's a a high school freshman about to be a sophomore you couldn't be openly male or female yeah Mm -hmm. and so I just explained to him, like, look, man. Which is funny, because we always knew the ones that were. Well, yeah, we know the ones that were. Yeah, yeah. and and I was explaining to him, like, I have a stepbrother. And, like, my stepbrother, I mean, I've known him since he was seven. Mm -hmm. And maybe about 15 years ago, he finally came out. And I remember my dad called me. My dad said, you know, I got something to tell you. He's like, your stepbrother's gay. I was like, and? I mean, I was like, I knew that. that. I knew, you know, we had we had an idea, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like, well, he's also in the cross dress. I was like, okay. I was like, you know, just I don't want my boys to see wigs in his closet, but I was like, you know, but if even if, if, if it does, cool. But I think what I was trying to get to my son was a like, look, people are gonna do what they want to do. You won't have any, I said, you, you don't care. I said, I don't care what somebody does behind closed doors. That's their business. Mm-hmm. I was like, what I don't want you to be is in a position where you're treating them differently. I said, because yeah. they feel the same way you feel, mm-hmm. the same emotions you might have. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I told him, I said, look, I said, most gay men don't want a straight man. I was like, so. Exactly. I said, so exactly. th- I don't want you to be fearful of a guy in your, because he was telling me about some boy in his class that's kind of flamboyant. Yeah, and he was sitting next to Yeah. Him. And he, he, he yeah. actually said his teacher put him away from everybody which i thought was oh, kind of wow. weird wow. Really yeah up. and she well he, his his explanation was the fact that he was kind of being disruptive but i'm like i don't really know the way that he explained it mm-hmm. it didn't sound like that his lifestyle was disruptive <clears throat> yeah. so i told him i said look treat him the same i yeah. said because they feel the same way you do i said we're all the same people and I, you know i'm just trying to instill those kind of because mm-hmm. but even having to think about that as a parent that's like I said, it's, it was one of those parenting moments where you're like, damn, because 
like I said, when I was in high school, I, I we knew of people who might be gay, mm-hmm. but you know, just be openly gay, no, male or female, uh-uh. couldn't do it. We had we had a buddy <clears throat> in high school that I mean, I I knew he was gay from day one, and he I mean, but he he was never open about it. And I remember one of our other friends passed away, and we had to drive up to Virginia for the funeral. Mm-hmm. And he, we were in the car, and he was like, yeah, you know, and he's talking. We haven't, we haven't seen him since high school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, because, you know, I feel like I should go ahead and tell y'all that, that I'm gay. And everybody in the car was like, no fucking shit. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, and duh. water's wet, yeah. and the sky's fucking blue. Right. What are you talking about? Right. Next topic. And he was like, wait a minute. Y'all knew? Like, motherfucker, everybody right, knew. Right. What do you mean? You weren't, you weren't closeted. Right. You might have thought you were, but he was like, why didn't y'all say anything? What the fuck what was I going to say? say? Right. That's your lifestyle. Right. You well, who your gives life. a shit? Right. Me and you played video games. We rode bikes and rode skateboards. What the fuck <laughs> was there for me to talk to you about it? I, <laughs> right. I was like, I figured at some point, if you felt like discussing it, you would. Mm-hmm. But right. I wasn't going to sit you down one day in fucking 10th grade. Like, hey, man. Hey, man. Let's talk. Like, I, I, I've been having a funny feeling about this. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Every time we play video games, the way you hit the button, you, you kind of like, you know, you kind of scoot your thigh over a little bit too <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, how, like, how did right. that conversation go? How did that conversation actually happen? Right. right. I was like, it's none of us give a shit, man. None of us care. So, so let me ask you this. And I, and I the three of y'all can answer this because you guys are really, really into this. As far as hip hop goes, we've seen the, you know, thuggers with dresses mm-hmm. on and stuff like that. How, and then we've come from an era where, I mean, hip hop is very masculine mm-hmm. and it's in your face masculinity. I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. If I got this, you don't have it. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy that comes, or I don't want to say guy, but you have a generation of MCs or rappers mm-hmm. that have openly expressed their expression per se and not necessarily coming out saying that they're gay or bisexual or anything like that but do you think that that helps hinders or hurts them as an artist that's a good question mm-hmm. i think the conversation around thugga is is interesting because he he yeah he's wearing dresses they were you know rumored for him to be either bi or gay because of his friend that got out of jail they kissed him mm-hmm. or whatever and i he refers to him as I yeah. Know about that. I think he refers to him as um, Bay. Yeah, Bay. Yeah, something yeah, Bay. Like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it sparked a conversation about um, just about that, like those type of terms. You know, like uh, you, you're familiar with this, the read. So I've, I've heard something interesting on the read. The what? It's a the podcast read? called the read. Oh, the read. Yeah. Gotcha. So on that particular part, just as a quick aside, like. Mm-hmm. Um, they refer to everybody as girl, okay. you know, male or female. They're like, girl, bye, girl, this, that, and the other. And I was listening. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I, I thought it was kind of cool that you're taking a, a turn. Like, we always refer to, hey, man, stop it. Boy, stop, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we take one term and apply it to everybody. So mm-hmm. I thought it was cool that they're actually taking that term and applying to everybody. Right. What I thought was interesting about that, because my mom has done it to me, <laughs> when she's telling, mm-hmm. telling the story, She'd be like, girl, let me tell you this, that, and other. And then she'll catch herself and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm like, mom, I'm right, actually. Right, yeah, yeah, right, I know yeah. you. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you think you're talking to your friend or whatever. It doesn't bother me. I think you know what and who I am. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, but to hear them say it like years later and to use it that way, I thought was actually kind of cool. Okay. Um, so back to, to Thugga, him using the word bae, 
him wearing the dresses, this, that, and the other. Mm. It's like, I think you're kind of taking a guy that's super mainstream or known in the mainstream world, whether or not he's broken out in terms of sales or not, and you're forcing people to look and think and respond differently to that. Mm -hmm. And like basically saying what is quote-unquote acceptable or not. Or doesn't even fucking matter. I think we're at the mm -hmm. point now is like what you do with your life doesn't even affect us. We don't give a fuck. Right. But the world, like where, where, where does everybody else fall in that? So I think that, and then all of a sudden what the other weird part is that later on he came out and he was supposed to be getting married and had a girlfriend. Right. right. So it's like, you know, which one is it? Like are you going to be this or are you going to be that? Like are you taking this to hide and cover up, mm -hmm. you know, like who you really are? Um, Kanye West coming out wearing, you know, uh, kilts, kilts, stuff like that. <laughs> um, well, Lil kilts Wayne aren't really a gay thing. Yeah, it's not, a, but because no. some of them Sky, yeah. Scottish motherfuckers would have killed. Yeah, be yeah, the first ones to right. beat your but, ass. Yeah. You know how we are. I know. <laughs> in the black, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. how we are. We see a kilt. Oh, why you wear? Why you wear a dress? Why you wear a dress, though? Why do you care? Same thing with Thugger. I think is it Migos or is it the Shrimmer Boys? Ray Shrema, the, the the magazine cover you talking with about with the cover yeah. with them yeah. and they're brothers yeah. and they're leaning yeah. all on, mm -hmm. on 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 top of I think they're kind of they just like leaning on each other. It's nothing even crazy. Yeah, yeah it's nothing even crazy. But, but it people, yeah, people went crazy for a second. About they were leaning against each other. Yeah. They're fucking people brothers, and they're exactly. leaning on each other. Now it's become <laughs> it's, that was a big issue. Gay. Right. It, I don't even know if it was gay. Just about masculinity and yeah. what does masculinity look like. People need to grow up. Yeah. People so, really need to fucking grow up. So I think that's kind of where we are. I think these are conversations that we need to have. We've had it on Dead and Hip Hop. Right. You know, because I think it's one. It's the only way we're going to actually move forward. But I uh, think to uh, let me cut you up. I think no, to Mike's point. I think Mike said this like about a year ago. It's gonna take someone, like I think you said, like a Jeezy or just someone mm -hmm. to like, if an artist like that to come out and say they were gay or something like that. I think for it to be starting point for it to be accepted. Well, because people need to stop associating gay with being hyper feminine. <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah. not what gay means. <laughs> right, right. But or I think soft. That, or even being or soft. Yeah, yeah. Right. just because you know? you're gay doesn't mean you're soft. Because absolutely, we talk not. about that with sports. Like we. We talked about and that's a struggle. Possibly, yeah. Too. That's mm -hmm. yeah. You, you will you ever have like if Kevin Durant tomorrow said, oh LeBron said he was gay, to uh, a superstar, yeah, superstar. superstar. Yeah. I mean, like we're what not talking about do. Jason Collins. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not talking about somebody or somebody who's <laughs> super retired and said, oh yeah. by the way, when I played football mm -hmm. for fourteen years, I was, I gay. was gay. Yeah. So, but yeah, they people automatically associate gay with soft when it comes to sports. So, um, it's a conversation that need to be had because I think we need to move past that. Well, that that's the that's the beauty of someone like Young Thug, and that's why I think that what he's done has been very interesting. Is showing men can have a feminine side and not be gay, mm -hmm. so he can walk around in a dress all he wants. He can have a beautiful wife. She look a prince. Prince had to wear them, you know, ice skating outfits, and stuff <laughs> like, you know, like you know what I'm saying, like. And prince but you know, girl. but you know, yeah, but prince you know, prince. You used to watch some Prince videos because you know he had but Prince didn't Prince always kill had the perception girl. of that's soft. True. That's true. That's and true. I think that's where that's where it it changes. Like Prince was not known for I'm a beat your ass. Right. That's he true. was just known I think for Prince could have whooped your ass though. No, he I'm sure. <laughs> but you wouldn't look at Prince and say, you know what? <laughs> like he didn't have a reputation. Right. 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 Like, right. He wasn't sure. Exactly. No one even questioned that part of Prince's life. It was like Prince wears high heels, but it's Prince. Now, if somebody, if Hammer came out wearing high heels, be like, what the fuck is Hammer doing? And you couldn't say, well, 
Prince did it. No, 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 no. But right. no, you're not yeah, Prince. You're not Prince. Right. So it didn't matter. Right. But with with Thug, I think it's a beautiful thing. He comes out and he wears dresses. He he poses on album covers in these very, uh, I, I guess you can say they're like these feminine type poses. Mm-hmm. But he is not known to be homosexual. Maybe he is. I don't know. Right. But he has what is 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 a wife. And he has a reputation for he will kill you. Mm-hmm. So yes. I think that that idea is very interesting because that's gotten to the point where people, they can't really do anything. It's kind of like Omar. It's very much like Omar. Oh, well, well, Omar. It is like Omar, but Omar, Omar was actually Dang. gay. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the I thing about the, it is it's, it's the flip side. Yeah, like the, Omar. The, the attachment I made was that he has the reputation for killing you. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, and, but yeah. but Omar, you look at him and you would not think, okay, that person right. is gay, gay. Right. which is what right. made him, right. which is what made him oh, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very much so. And that was another <clears throat> thing that that we needed. Mm-hmm. That was so beautiful about the wire is One that the best shows broke ever. that ridiculous stereotype that if you're gay, you must be like the men on film guys from women <laughs> of color. Because that's what we all thought. Right, right, right. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Zine format. Like right. you thought that every gay man was like, was like this. That, yeah. Then you see Omar, and I'd already not really been stuck in that perception anyway, but when I saw Omar, I was like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. And then when Young Thug came around, I was like, that's pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lie. When, I, when he first came out, I figured he was probably closeted. Mm. But being such mm-hmm. – and he, I think – I thought at the time that he was just conflicted. Mm-hmm. He's like, he, wants, he wanted to be this person, but he knew he couldn't come out and be this person in today's hip-hop culture right. because he was still a thug. Mm-hmm. Right. And that would hurt his, his credibility. Right. But I think the fact that he is not gay – makes what he does very, very interesting. And I think even what we see is, uh, for take it for what it's worth, like comment section, and like you were mentioning yeah. earlier, I think people, the people that get so charged up about stuff like that and the romper stuff, you know, those are the people that you really should be concerned about because they are the ones that really are pushing the agenda. You know, why we got to be on this gay shit? Why we got to be on this gay shit? And it's not, it's not even about that. We don't have to be. We don't have to be. You don't mm-hmm. have to do anything. Right. right. But give these people the option to speak about their truth. Just like white people will go on and be like, why do we all talk about race all the time? Well, we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have to, right. meaning no. black people and white right. people. Mm-hmm. But black people, we have no choice but to talk about race because yeah. we deal with it on a regular basis. Every you day. don't have to. Yep. That's the same thing with, with gay people. We don't have to talk about gay relations between between you know gay men and straight men, gay women. We don't have to talk about that because mm-hmm. we're straight men. Mm-hmm. But gay men... They have to talk about that because we made them have to talk about mm-hmm. that. That's, That's what we don't really understand. Why we gonna be on this gay shit? <laughs> well, you should be asking yourself that because right. you saying why do we have to be on this right. gay shit is why we have to be on and this gay shit. And that's why you saw so many people frustrated and upset about the rompers because it made them feel some type of way, which I don't understand why it would make you feel some type of way, but that's, right. that speaks to your point. Women clothing and the association of wearing women clothing, cross-dressing with being gay or closeted. I think the other thing, when I'm hearing you guys talk, remember we used to hear, like, you got to be in touch with your feminine side. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, this, yeah. that, and all. So when you were talking about Young Thug and the different poses and stuff like that, you know, that, that, that came in my head about how people say, you got to be in touch with your feminine side. And I guess part of that was, like, to be a little bit softer in relationships mm-hmm. with sure. your kids yeah. and your wife and to show, like, a softer side of who you are. Um, so... So when I was hearing you say that about him and the dressing and not really the, 
the, the dressing in, in the skirts and stuff like that, which I think is interesting. Like, when are we are we ever going to get past the point where clothing is nah. gender specific? No, 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 no. Not in our lifetime. Yeah. That's for sure. And maybe not, not even in our child's lifetime, because homophobia hasn't progressed that much. Nope. It's getting better a little bit but when you have especially in the black community. elected officials that are homophobic right. it's just like well fuck we haven't moved that far mm-hmm. and then when you talk about you know just our feminine or our softer side i mean think about how soft really are we you know if you if your son falls down and starts crying get your ass up. get your ass up yeah. stop crying wipe your face yeah you know, i've never run when they start crying or something happened they play no you, and you're not supposed to Unless, you're not supposed to Yep. Kid falls down. I mean, if, unless they got something broke. No, you don't, because you don't want to let them think that it's okay. I mean, you're going to be hurt, yeah. but it's it's how you comfort or, or, or pacify mm-hmm. them. You can do, you do one of the two, you know, and I think sometimes they tend to pacify them. But, you know, like you said, soft, you know, how much, how much, how soft are we? But I think, like, for me, I think I probably would have benefited a lot from seeing, like, my parents the way they are today. Mm-hmm. My dad being affectionate. I didn't see any of that. So I was talking to my mom, mm-hmm. you know, and just trying to just get some history. Because I realized that, I don't know if it was here or somewhere else, I realized that I really don't know much about my parents. Same. Really? So I, I just said, so. Really? Wow. Yeah, so my dad, I guess for everybody, he's he has cancer. He has throat cancer. Oh, sorry to um, It was terminal last year. Okay. And uh, he's been back and forth in Atlanta. He's going to be here for the last for the next six weeks getting treatment because they have to actually take his voice box out and wow. stuff like that. And Damn. Yeah, it was it was serious. But he went from dying to living because he just can't talk. That's good. And um, what was interesting is about you think about all the moments. Like think about all the time my dad used to just sit there and talk. When I go home, he would sit there and talk. It'd be like two o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting there like, just nodding, <laughs> yeah. nodding, nodding. and he's just talking because he's just so glad that I'm home, mm-hmm. right? And because I, I stay here and I rarely go home and I don't even call that much, you know. I'm, but so I think about like my parents, like I don't know anything about them. So I just sat when we was in the hospital. It was one Friday. He was get, having a surgery. Now I just sat and I talked to my mom just about what was it like when you were growing up? What were you like? What was the 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 tension? You didn't have like these in, conversations in, growing up? No, no. My dad would I, I tell did, me did stuff you, did, and yeah, tell yeah, me like not with my mom. Okay. Well, I, not, Mine was from it for a different reason, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah, not with my mom. My dad would just tell me stuff. Um, but my dad was in the war. He Which black. one? I was about to say, which war? Uh, Vietnam? Yeah, I think it was my Vietnam. Dad too. Mine too. Yeah, mine too. He, okay, so another reveal. <laughs> so last year he, he had PTSD, so he was diagnosed with PTSD. He actually threatened to kill himself. Um, so it was a lot, a lot of crazy like stuff happening last year. Um, in my family, so right. uh, cops came over, and you know about the the tension in America, because he actually called the police and said that he he was gonna do it. So oh, they shit. rushed to the house, and he actually went in the garage in in the um, the storage room in the garage to try to hide the gun. They came out, they came there, surrounded the house, and then he came out and tried to talk to them like nothing was even <laughs> happening. He was like, "Oh, what? What are you talking about?" Lucky they didn't shoot. Him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's lucky they didn't they didn't shoot him. So they had. To, so he was actually uh, admitted um, it, to the VA. So he was up there for a couple of weeks, and they were just Damn. talking to him. So they had to give him like medicines for depression and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, a lot wow. of crazy stuff. So that happened, and then he was his cancer came back. It's his third bout with cancer, mm. and he. Beat it twice. He had throat cancer. He had um, 
colon cancer, I want to say. Yeah. And then the throat cancer came back. So, and then, you know, of course, they said it was terminal last year. So, which is crazy, like, living with the fact that, you know, you have to – he's making all these plans about, yeah, so we got to do this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to just prepare for, you know, the inevitable. So, um, so anyway, so I never had these conversations. Like, he would tell me about stuff, about my family history, this, that, and other stuff. You know, these dark secrets, right? But I never talked to him about the war. <laughs> And another thing about the opiate, like my brother, like when you, we know, we've talked about this on the show, like black families mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't really take mental health seriously. No, so no. my brother just kind of uh, blamed my dad and my mom and just like, what are you, I'm like. Stop acting crazy, stop acting yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to educate, I had to get on the phone because I'm, I had to get on the phone I'm like, no, this is blah, 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 whatever. Um, Damn. So yeah, so anyway, so I never talked to my dad. So I never talked to my mom. So I'm sitting there having a conversation with my mom and. One thing I thought was interesting, she was fine with segregation. <laughs> she didn't care to be uh, integrated until they made her, um, which, <laughs> which I thought was, was kind of interesting and cool. Did she have, like, a reason why? Or it's, like, a long, it a long did, Nothing yeah. really even, even it, the, that world didn't even bother her. She didn't mm. notice anything different. Even, the, you know, the outside world okay. was, mm-hmm. you know, happening. It didn't bother her at all. But, yeah, you just never really have these conversations. So back to where I originally started – when my dad, so in, in, in the midst of those conversations, I was like, well, how was my dad, you know, with us when we were growing up? Because now he's all, I love you, this, that, mm-hmm. and the other. She was like, he was strict. He was hard. Mm-hmm. Like, he was rough. He went out with his friends all the time. He was barely on. She said, I would come home, and you guys be in messy diapers and stuff. Like, my dad was basically, like, <laughs> cared more about his friends than, you know, his kids and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of this. Okay. You know, I just always thought my dad, I knew my dad raised us hard and tough. You got to be a man, military guy, right? right? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, all that. Like, I remember one time I was outside, you know, doing something. He had us outside doing something. I cursed and he heard me through the window. <laughs> he was like, what you say? And I had to uh-huh. say it. I was so terrified that he was going to come out there and, mm. and, and get us. So he was a very strict man, but I didn't know he was like that when we were younger. Like, mm-hmm. as toddlers growing into the different grades or whatever. So, back to where I started again. I think I would have really benefited from seeing my dad being affectionate with my mm-hmm. mom the way I'm seeing him now as an adult. Okay. I didn't see any of that growing up. So I didn't see the softer side of okay. my dad, yeah. the side that, mm-hmm. that they say we side. need. It was always tough. I'm not I'm not like soft like that. I'm not affectionate. You're hard, nigga. Any, and it's not intentional, right? Yeah. It's but just, it's just normalized. Right. right. It's, it's been right. normalized no. to the point where, like, when I go home, my kids would rush in, hey, daddy, yeah. and run in and hug me, and I'd just be standing there. Sometimes like, I'd kind of give him a little, <laughs> a little pat to the back. Yeah. like, hey, hey, hey. My son would jump, and he'll wrap his arms around and slide down like he in a freaking cartoon. And, you know, I have to constantly remind myself to, like, cherish those moments, mm-hmm. but also be affectionate to them because mm-hmm. that's so beneficial to them growing up. Yeah. You know, I just, like, so... Yeah, so that back to that feminist I like, it would have been nice to have seen that because I could have been totally different with a lot of the women in relationships that I've had dating men and female relationships. Not that I've dated men. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was so confused for a minute. I was like, yeah, I know. He's revealing it. Relationship with men? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I was no. about to say, so who you really owning that rope before? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, OK, 
Okay, Ken, cool. Like, yeah, the relationships that I've, the relationships, oh, overall shit. relationships that I've had just with people in general. Right. Uh-huh. It would have been nice if, if I would have seen that because I probably could have been a totally different person. Yep. You know, so. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's just like a, again, that's just a black family thing. Not all black families show that that softer side like my family didn't show that only reason I show a quote unquote more feminine side because I grew up with mainly just my mom and my sister Okay, mm. so I was more comfortable being around women and my dad was a fucking piece of shit okay. so is he still when, I'm sorry no, okay. thank god no, okay. no. Sorry. Uh, don't be sorry I'm not <laughs> but so being around him like when you're younger you associate okay your mom who my mom is a fucking badass who worked fucking three jobs wow to take care of you know me and my brother and my sister so you associate women with being this super strong mm-hmm. take care of the mm-hmm. household type and then my dad over here you know getting drunk cheating mm-hmm. you know taking me over the hose house that he's cheating <laughs> with you know we sit in the living room playing video games he in the back fucking and I, none of this none of this shit even <laughs> came to my yeah. mind until i was older yeah. um but yeah my, my dad was cheating with hella people so i associated being a young kid i associated men with being fucking pieces of garbage right because my brother left early okay like the second he could he was like i'm out my mom and my sister were just always taking care of everything so I associated women with just like I said these strong and so when I when I show these like sensitive sides or when I'm talking about you know feminism and all this shit and people say oh man you got gay you you <laughs> fine that's fine but that's the environment that I grew up in I grew up around women I'm more, I have way more female friends than I do male friends okay because I'm more comfortable around women because that's how I was from basically from birth. My dad wasn't around when I was a baby okay. or, a, or a, a, a toddler or a teenager. So those formative times were spent with women. <clears throat> so it, 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 it really depends on how, on how you grow up and, and the, the, the emotions that your, your parents show. So I get it. If, you know, if your dad was softer, that would have been normalized in your household that men are hard but they're soft when they need to be but mm-hmm. if you don't see that soft yeah. when they need to be yeah. part you're not gonna get that yeah so i get it i i think um just for me i we grew up in a house where it was just me and my brother <clears throat> and um and my parents divorced when i was 14 mm-hmm. so um i got to know a lot more I, but i asked those questions but that's why i asked you yeah, i, I asked those questions growing up so I stay away from the Vietnam questions because my dad, you guys talk to my yeah. dad. My dad's long-winded, so you can ask him one question about Vietnam, and that might turn into a two-hour conversation of you mm-hmm. just sitting and listening for you know, an hour and 55 minutes. Kyle's dad's cool, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's, he's cool. <laughs> but um, but I, I learned more about them, and then I learned more about relationships when they, you know, when they got divorced or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's what, the, it's what I saw in my house. Um, he was he he was affectionate, but I, I think I'm more affectionate than he was at yeah. this stage. In, in, but I also I'm also conscious of the fact that whatever I do with me and my wife, my sons see it. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So yep. if I'm smacking her around, you know they're gonna smack somebody around. Exactly. But I'm but we're we're loving we're a loving couple. Mm-hmm. Now we we get at it. You know, of course, because you're human. Yeah, we we human. We and we don't we don't necessarily see eye to eye on everything. We see sure. eye to eye. On, so sure. right. when we argue, they you know we try not to let them see us argue. Mm-hmm. But you know we have that, and that and that's what almost 17 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm very conscious of the image that we portray, but I'm also conscious mm-hmm. of the fact of how I interact with them. Like you say, you walk in the house. I want that because. Mm-hmm. 
You done dealt with, dealt with shit at work all day. Absolutely. You done dealt with traffic yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. You get home. You want I walk. You I want walk your little girl. Yeah, you, you want them to yeah. run up to you because, and I try and I'll tell you this for just personally. Appreciate those moments because when they get older, mm-hmm. those moments come a few and far between. Before. Yeah, I mean because. You think about it like I, my oldest is going off to college. I know, like when I went off to college, that was it. I never lived with my parents again after that. Me too. Yeah. I stayed in South Carolina for another six months, and then I moved to Atlanta. Mm. So, and I've never lived with my parents since then. Mm. So, my parents divorced when I was thirteen. So, I think we have to those moments you got to cherish it. But I think it's we have to have those kind of conversations about who our parents because I think you get to a certain point, maybe in. I want to say maybe when you're around 15, 16, you kind of realize you 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 see your parents for who they are. Mm-hmm. Perfect or imperfect. You know, it was probably with some of the stuff that you saw, you realized, okay, my dad, but you were able to to, to differentiate and say, okay, well my dad ain't is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm assuming you still loved him. <laughs> but like, like I guess <laughs> I think you're supposed to. Yeah, you you still you love yeah. him and but now question, did your mother ever did you ever like Talk bad about him? Hell yeah. Okay, and your mom Hell let you do that? She just didn't say nothing. Okay, but mm. we but we all talked. Bad now see, my, my mom now my mom was funny because like you know she had her issues with my my dad, mm. and she'd be like you know oh he ain't shit da 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 da. da. But you couldn't say no that no she say but that's your daddy mm-hmm. don't you say no, nothing bad you about your that. dad mm-hmm. you know so that, <laughs> yeah. that was her thing so yeah. you know but I think it's I think you get to a certain age so my so my boys are at the age where. You know, your your parents are always, I don't care who you are, what color you are, yeah. mom and dad are superheroes. Absolutely. But yep. when you get older, yep. you realize who they are as people, mm-hmm. maybe their imperfections, you know, things that they did or didn't do, and then you kind of go from there. But no, I'm I'm loving, I, I tell my sons that all the time, I love you, you know, yeah. I, all of that. Because I don't want them to ever have doubt. We yeah, we, we know people that grew up like that, yeah. that mm-hmm. you know, mom and dad never said I love you. And my then, you know, dad didn't say yeah. that at all. And, my and mom that, either. And really? at the end of the day, man, we only get two parents. That's mm-hmm. it. And when they're gone, they're gone. Yep. And, you know, having friends, lose parents, you know, I know you lost mm-hmm. your mom. You know, that that's that's hurtful when you have those moments when you can celebrate those moments and then you see other people who would and then not so much as having those moments, but pe- see people kind of not cherish the fact yeah. that their parents are still here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. where I'm pretty sure like you would, you know, chop your right arm yeah, off hate, to talk to yeah. your mom. Yeah. I hate you that. Know. I hate seeing that. So I, I remember I, I had a buddy in high school and I remember we were in the car once and <laughs> his stupid ass, he, he got his hand caught in the window of the, of the car and he thought his mom was doing it. And he was like yelling at his mom, like, oh my God, my hand's in the window. And his mom is like, it's driving. She's like, what? What's going on? He's like, you're, you're closing my fucking hand in the window. And I was like, oh my God. He said, fuck it. This is crazy. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, my hand's caught in the window, you stupid bitch. Whoa. And she wasn't phased by this. And I was like, oh my, my fucking God. God. Yeah. It turns out that his fucking fat ass arm <laughs> was leaning on the switch and it was closing his hand in the. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you called your mom a bitch. And the thing about it is she wasn't she even remotely yeah. phased. Like, this was a normal thing. Black family, white family. This is a white family. Oh, okay. If it was a black family, he'd have been dead. On the spot. dead on the spot. She'd have been like, the fuck did you just say? Right. No, this is a white family. I had to ask. I'm sorry. This was, like, the first, the first like, white friend that I had in Georgia. Okay. And I was just like, I can't hang out with you people. 
Because <laughs> this is not <laughs> what you do. What do you mean you people? Some no, of my best I meant, friends I meant are white. Them. Yeah, right. <laughs> I meant them. I was like, I can't hang out with you guys. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the craziest right. shit I've ever heard of. Because, And I was thinking, even, even when I was fucking 14, I was like, God damn, man. Your mama's going to be dead one day. Yeah. And you're going to look back and be like, I called her a stupid yeah. bitch. And yeah. he didn't even apologize. <clears throat> Yeah. When he realized that his hand was the one or his arm was the one doing it, he didn't even apologize. And I was like, "Damn, dog! Like you just called your mom a, a stupid nah, bitch." You don't get it, and we don't get you don't get that much like you said. You don't get that much time with him. Mm-hmm. You know, so the time that you do get, you cherish it. Yep. Yep. Damn. Enough of this kind of metal bullshit. Right. <laughs> 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 Arm wrestle right now. Go to the strip club after. Okay, uh, the second question. You want to do breakup with someone? I was about to say, might as well do the breakup one. All right, cool. The, the cool. engagement one. Cool. Uh, this comes from Santiago. He says, hi, guys. My name is Santiago. I like this. <laughs> hi, guys. I've been a huge fan of your work since 2013. My problem is that I'm dating this girl, and I want to break up with her. <laughs> but... You just but, did, Santiago. <laughs> let, let, let me finish before you laugh. <laughs> but but she has suffered from depression and has suicidal tendencies, oh, although she <laughs> hasn't oh, had any recently. Man. And I'm worried. I'm worried what she could do if we broke up. We've been dating for over a year. She seems always really into me and always tells me how good I am for her and how being with me has helped her emotionally. Oh, so my question man. is, how would you handle this situation? And how do you handle breakups in general? I don't hate her or anything like that. I still care for her, but I don't want to be with her romantically anymore. Mm. Hope you can help me, and I really like this show. You're an asshole for this shit, Santiago. Don't be putting this shit off on us. You need to call Dr. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> but you got Dr. People, people give us, straight up, people seem to give us a much heavier questions than I think we're qualified to answer. <laughs> yeah. Like, but we're, they, we're but they love your opinion. Like, but they love our opinion, this? but I don't want them, honestly, and this is, this is real talk. Mm-hmm. I don't want y'all to take our opinion and apply it towards something this heavy. We need a disclaimer. <laughs> yes, I'm giving oh, it yeah, now. Yeah, it's right there. No, that's, yeah, that's I'm giving it right now. But people value like, we need a yeah. disclaimer. People, I think we do. Yeah, before I'll take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, it's just, that's not something you should be asking four dumbasses on a fucking hip-hop show. You, this is a real problem. I'm a relationship guru. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Kyle is the only one <laughs> that is a guru. Right? How would you handle this situation? Um, <laughs> I know. Fuck, she'll be all right. I think. I think. I think you. <laughs> the, 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 my, my answer is so immature. The depression aspect that makes a whole another. Exactly. That makes it totally makes it complicated. Yeah, it makes it very complicated. Um, I think you. I, I'm a proponent of being honest. I'm a proponent of being honest with yourself. Because at the end of the day, all you have to do, you we only have ourselves to live with. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are. Mm-hmm. So you just got to tell her. I mean, if you felt enough strength to propose this to us, then you should, the same way you told it to us, you tell it to her. Like, look, I'm not feeling this relationship. Um, I think it's time that I move on. Mm-hmm. And now I understand that he may feel kind of guilty me, as to what might me, happen. Let me ask you this. What setting would you address? You like, got to do it face-to-face. You can't I'm just saying, like, would it, would it be, like, at our yeah, house? Like, at your house? Like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what type of setting you would Do it say? at her house. Because you don't want to do it at your house. You might break up your shit. 
So, <laughs> not not that that's ever happened to me before. <laughs> right. But, um, um, what if she just do something crazy like, oh my God, and she grab her knife and just be like, or something. See, this is why, no. <laughs> but, that's, I mean, but you know, I'm just saying, no, like, if she had I, those type of... It, but what if she wasn't depressed? I, and I get what you're saying, yeah, but it's... That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go to if, the, if to she the general part. Yeah, okay. just, I mean, okay. in general, I think you just, you got to be honest with yourself. Because who wants to be miserable in a relationship? Nobody. Right. So, I mean, self-love come before everybody else. Yep. Self-care. I don't care who you are. You know, if I, if I woke up tomorrow and didn't feel like being married, then I'm not going to stay just because we got kids or, you know, because we got finances together. I mean, mm-hmm. all of that shit, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We gotta, we'll have to figure out a way to get out of it. You know I mean, just like he has to figure out a way to get out of this relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. But the easiest way is to tell her. Mm-hmm. Everything else is BS. Right. Yeah. What you got, B? No, I'm just because I was thinking about it from the depression. We got a bleeder. <laughs> you stupid. No, you did not just say that. Um, yeah, because you throw in at the part that I think the part that got me too on that question was like she's already dealing with depression, and then mm-hmm. she's like so into him and like telling him the reason why mm-hmm. she's why he's feeling a certain mm-hmm. way. So it's like, right. and I got to break this news to her, like, no man, of like, yeah, but you don't even want that in a healthy relationship, though. You you want somebody to be all on you like that, right? Yeah. You better act like I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, like, bitch, I'm on my rose petal. Where you going? That's right. I'm finna bless you. Be on me. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. That's right. Yeah, I think I just think that part of it it really complicates things. And like Kyle, I'm like straightforward and honest too. I'm like, yeah. if, if I'm not into you, I'm, I'm gonna be straight up and tell you because I'm not about wasting time. Same I'm not gonna waste the time if I know I'm not feeling a certain type of way about you, and I'm gonna. What? Why you give me the Shaq face? You don't think I'm straight up, Mike? What if it's real good, though? Well, he already said he didn't. Didn't he say something about that? tapping the table. Okay. See? See, that's why you got the Shaq face. One <laughs> <laughs> for the road. One for the road. One for the road. So, yeah. I, uh, don't tell nobody. Yeah, I just have to be straight up with her, man. I just... I, I would try to be so nice about this too. Like I would just right. have to tell her. I really have to just like sit her down and just tell her that it's just I'm just not with it no more. I mean I'm not yeah. with this relationship no more. Gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta be honest, man. Damn. Yeah, I, I yeah, I really don't think it's that that complicated. Look, look here, man. She was depressed before she got with you. Oh, she was depressed while she with you. Okay. And she gonna be depressed when you leave her ass. So you should just go ahead and make sure she don't re up on her supply. Make sure she's oh, taking her medicine. Re up on her supply. Yeah, <laughs> like some drugs sure. or something. Yeah. No, but That's they, you know, oh, you know, you want to make sure that Goodness that gracious. she's balanced. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to catch her in the wrong, you know, in the wrong, in the wrong <laughs> mind state, right? So, you know, B and Kyle are absolutely right, man. Because right now, my brother, you're depressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, shit, unless you're going to start popping pills with her ass, you might as well just get the <laughs> hell up out of there. That's what I say. Oh, shit. His advice oh, is Mike. unreal. Holy God, Mike, what you got? Mike, you got anything to say? Or? I do not agree with anything that was just said. <laughs> and I'm not even making a joke. I don't agree with anything. Um, if, she's, if she's clinically depressed... You need to tread very lightly. And like I said, um, we are not counting Kyle, but the rest of us are just dumbasses who listen to rap and we talk about rap music. And I'm not trying to be a jerk to no. you. What's his name, Santiago? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be an asshole, Santiago, but you really need to ask someone that's more qualified than some fucking YouTubers yeah. about how to handle something like that. 
Um, I don't think it's as simple as, well, just go be honest with her and tell her, hey, baby, you know, this isn't working out. No, because you don't know how she's going to react. And if she's depressed and suicidal, I'm not saying you should stay with her because she's depressed and suicidal. And you don't want to, like, deal with the fact that she's going to kill herself. But you need to figure out a way that you can get out of that relationship and keep her intact, you know? So, yeah, honestly, for a lot of you guys, we appreciate your questions. We love all of you. But shit like this, I <laughs> it's personally, too it's too heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Like, you this is... ask them guys. I mean, uh, when you're asking about general breakups, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. we can talk about that all day. Because yeah. like, I've been dumped. Yeah. I've dumped women. Right. It's always an awkward and uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done it in a not-so-great way <laughs> before. I've done it in very nice and, you know, passive ways. So there's there's a myriad of ways that you can break up with somebody, but... If she has serious, actual clinical depression issues, come on, bro. Like, why are you saying that? And it's got to be face to face. Don't do anything via text or something like that. Or over the phone. Let it be face to face. You know, (laughs) face it like a man. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so you ain't never dumped nobody. Well, text text wasn't around exactly. So I mean, and it was funny because like my oldest, I told him he was about to break up with this girl via text. I'm like, nah, don't do that. Let you go see her. Fuck that. Women, <laughs> women, women crazy, bro. Nah, I've broken up with some with some women through text. Really? Savage. Hell no. Text back then, boy. I'll be oh, even on the pop. Bitches off. Mass text. Yeah, no, I've I've done it. It, it. it wasn't with girls that I dated for a very long period of time. Right. But you right. wouldn't want to get broken up by via text or shit. I dumped this it one is- chick. Remember? Do y'all remember we were out? We were shooting the big crit review, and I got a phone call. And I went downstairs, and it was somebody calling from jail. Oh, shit. I think I remember this story. I don't know if y'all remember this, but I went down, and it was a dude calling from jail, and he was like, yo, this is, I accepted the charges, I didn't know who it was. Yes. Okay. I didn't know who it was, but they were like, will you accept the charges? I was like, somebody's calling me from jail? Yeah, who is this? You've been fucking my bitch. And I'm like, who the fuck? (laughs) Oh, shit. You've been fucking my bitch. (laughs) You've been fucking, well, don't, obviously I won't say her name. Sarah. You've been fucking Sarah. And I'm like, okay, like, what? And it turns out that, like, that was the ex-boyfriend of this chick wow. that I had been dating for a few wow. months. She had a boyfriend right before we started hanging out who beat her ass and went to jail. This mo- Now, how she- how he get my fucking phone number? <laughs> she must have given wow. it to him. Yeah. Now, that motherfucker, she got the, the double taps. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send. I'm out. I have right. no reason to go to your house and say, hey, yeah. we're breaking up. Oh, no, no. That's different circumstances. And there's other women that I've had to do it electronically because I've dated some off color. What, what's a nice way of saying that they will fuck you up? <laughs> <laughs> I've dated some. I, I broke up with one through fucking Facebook instant messenger. Wow. You Be, and you know what, though? And I actually, I actually told this story. This is the one that shit in my front yard. Oh, shit. After I broke up with her. If y'all know what I'm talking about, go to my channel and watch the video. I detailed it. But this chick, I had to look at Jay's face. Look at his face. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, when you I'm out in these streets, in the description. when you out in these streets, oh, Jesus. But yeah, like that one, I was going to break up with her in person. Mm-hmm. She started a fight that day through text, and I was like, fine. Cool. Ooh, this is a good lead. This, I, this, is, this is what I'm I don't. Do I don't feel like texting all this. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna hop over to Facebook Messenger where I can type properly on a computer. Mm-hmm. So I texted her back. Um, check your Facebook messages, please. Wow. <laughs> Outlined it. 
since you're going to act crazy when I'm trying to dump your ass in person, I'm going to dump your ass here. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for this bullshit. You're going through my social media trying to find out who I'm... No, bro, bye. And yes, two days later, I found a turd <laughs> in my carport. <laughs> and for the audiologist, like, oh, how you know it was a human turd? Go to the video. <laughs> <laughs> there is a picture oh, that I took. You got an arrow point. Bruh, I don't play. I don't play. But yeah, that one, she got a Facebook instant message oh, dump. That makes sense. Because I mean, if you're gonna act, if you're already acting crazy through text and we're just yeah. trying to have a conversation, right. yeah. what do I owe you to come to you right. and have you acting crazy and you might try to fight me? Like I'm not doing all you're this. You crazy enough to cop a squat. Yeah, bruh, yeah you crazy and enough to let fight. some tur- yeah. You might throw some shit at me. Or right. she might shoot Hell, you. Or she might shoot you, yeah, punch might shoot you, stab you, yeah. whatever. I ain't got time. Yeah, only that, break up face to face in civilized relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if it's a really long term relationship. Like if you've been together for years. That deserves a face to face. Yeah. If it's been like five, six, seven years, yeah, you you need to go talk to her in person. But if it's if it's like two, three months, what the fuck? Man, go ahead and send that text. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't working out, mama. I'm sorry. Send. Yeah. Sad emoji. That's a tough it's to answer this question is tough though. That's because depression, we're not and, yeah, we're not qualified. I mean, you know, we're not. Not for the depression part, but just the yeah. the, the I mean, general said, breaking didn't up. Didn't he mention you know. something about suicidal? Yes, yeah, she said that's she's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, nah. The, the general breakup. Yeah, man. I ain't got for send you. that text. Right. Send that text. If it's a general, whatever, regular, whatever, send that text. Bro. Cool. Make sure you send your questions to ask. Nope. I really am selfish. <laughs> send, your, send your questions to is the Mike Stallone at gmail.com. Like Mike is saying, uh, we're not super qualified to answer the, the really heavy stuff. So, uh, you know, just be mindful of that when you send your question in. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is the Mike Still On? I still can't believe we're 20 episodes in already. It feels like we just started this thing, and I appreciate all your support the whole time. I'm going to be on vacation this weekend, so we'll have to take a short break for the next episode, but I'll see you in a couple weeks when I get back. This has been Is the Mike Still On? starring FIFO 24-7, BZ430, KB Inge, Mike C-Town, I Am Modest Media, and Sire Music. Produced by Jay Burritos of Runaway Jukebox. All original music created by BZ430.